watching me. It's all we're recording, so you know. You can, you can talk. It's I just, know. I'm just saying. You can talk off, Mike. Ladies and gentlemen, we're listening to Johnny Payne's new single. Johnny is currently in the lair of the Hollywood vampires, doing the Lord's work. Let's just uh, let's just take a minute to listen here, because it's a real tune. This is the Bohemian Rhapsody a bit, right? That's the kind of What's the bass line bit there? Do, 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 do. Which Beatles song was that? Fuck, it's a good tune. I think he plays everything on this one. It's one of those ones. This is the best song I ever heard. Oh. Yeah. Didn't see that coming, actually. Even though I've heard him play this on tour. Mm, countless times. Someday. You were saying you like the double, the double drum thing. I think he worked hard at that. He's down in LA playing this. This is where he should be. This is LA music. It's Abbey Road music, but it's LA music too. Yeah. That bass line just got you again, didn't it? Which one is it? Do, 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 do. No, no, it's not that. I just... This is the best song I ever heard. Oh, it's strong, pal. But our listeners would expect no less from Johnny Payne. Expect no less. This is the cold open on the show tonight? Uh, yeah, well, no, it's not really even a cold open because I just realized I'm not been recording you the whole time, so... Oh, but now you're in, I think. This is what a. Oh, here we go. Hold on. No one talk. Oh, kind of a bad, song bad finger heard. adjacent. Yeah, certainly bad finger. Nielsen, hundred percent. I mean Lennon all day long. Yeah, but who isn't any of those people? And I'm I'm asking you right now. Who does it the best? This I, guy. This is the best song I ever heard. Want, it's up there. I'd say like uh, ranking, like ranker crowd, I would say top 10 songs. Yeah. I'd say this is the top, one of the top 10 songs of all yeah. time. I feel bad for talking over it the whole fucking time. Goes on a bit long though, doesn't it? No, listen to that riff. I'm joking, I know you're joking, but I couldn't even play along that time. What about this one? Someday by The Strokes. Okay. This one's sick. I've never heard it. What about what about this song? Someday by Sugar Ray. I'm just going off what Spotify is giving I'm me. I'm actually quite excited. To... Do you know this one? Oh, of course. Great riff. I've never heard this one. You've never, never heard, heard that one? Or the last one, no. Okay. This one's pretty sick, actually. Bit more Afrobeat. I like the scratchy sample <laughs> sound. Afro- oh, yeah. 
nice. Yeah, I'm really into Afrobeat music these like days. Sugar like Ray. Sugar Ray. Yeah. And- what about this one? Someday by Sublime. Nickelback. Second. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Two six oh four releases called Someday. That's right. Man, I you know like I'm not gonna be one of those Nickelback haters, but I just gotta say like they just you know like. You know when you have those like friends in your life that just take like sex too seriously? Yeah, <laughs> like, that does it does have that kind of. That He's energy. just like really. It's very clenching serious, his teeth when he's saying. You know, it's like, or when you're on when you're on like mushrooms or something, and you run into somebody who's on coke, and you're like, man, you're just taking the whole thing too seriously. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I got, will go as I far as to say, on the record. Yeah. That I think that that's the best song called "Someday" ever written. Johnny's, yeah, yeah, easily, yeah, it's easily. great. It's Come a on, that, song. I didn't listen to the I One Republic one. In we we actually oh. to to the to the listeners. I'm joined today with uh, Brandon Wolf Scott and Jeffrey Innes from band I play in Yukon Blonde, and we were really fortunate in that we got to take Johnny out for a few shows a couple of years ago before the worst happened, COVID. Although playing in Kamloops is pretty bad. And <laughs> he... <laughs> that might have been yeah, pretty bad, that one. But he got to play um, these songs on the road then. And I remember it was... Someday always stood out to me. For sure. As like kind of the top. That was like kind of... Yeah, banger. You know, if you were to if you were to kind of like break down a record in terms of like Spotify style, like singles... You know, like that was kind of to me the one that would easily get on like an acoustic chill playlist or retro vibes. Yeah, I mean, like I, I think that I think um, personally, not to diminish what you're saying here, yeah, James, of course not. I feel like uh, you know it 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 uh, it's it's definitely transcendent uh, of Spotify playlists. This song, is I mean, a, I, is my mic wasn't on, own. but I was just like, how the fuck. Did like they not write the song in nineteen seventy four? I agree. Yeah, it's, it's amazing because he got only, away with it. Yeah, yeah. There's only a few notes. Yeah, how and did if you, you do can it? find a way to arrange them that hasn't been done? I I I think it's a phenomenal song. I've never never ever written a song as good as it. I'll tell you that much. I haven't. No, and I he know could, a guy. He could called, always just play it as on his own. Well, like, that's with a, the piano. That's the testament. That is a, a testament. That is a testament to a good, of a good song. song. Can you not hear me? No. I can hear you. You're good, man. Well, I was just looking at your waveform. Don't worry about Is the waves. Right? Don't worry he about it. He can boost I'm, them. I, like He's going to boost those engineer. in post. You are the master engineer. I'm the house engineer. You don't need to worry about it. You can kick back, man. Sit kick down. Kick back, you're relax. nervous. <clears throat> yeah, I think that that's, um, that's some top shelf stuff. You yeah, know. he kind of he's got a couple of them already, Johnny. Lazy oh, Love's kind does. of got that energy. It's, it's got that top shelf thing. That's a fucked up song, that one. It's so yeah. good. Sister Rose. Yeah. Not sis, not to be confused with Sister Ray, Sister Rose off or the Shiloh's records or Sugar Ray. There's <laughs> also another one. I know the lyrics to that one, um, but yeah, it's a really good song. And um, for everyone, because we all know this is, we we call it an Impossible Way of Life podcast, but we know it's actually the Johnny Payne podcast, and he's everyone's favorite. He'll be back. He's still in L.A. He hasn't got the gig as the secondary guitar player in the shadows at the Hollywood Vampires. Johnny Depp, in the end, went for someone different, went for someone... Because mm. here, here's the issue. Uh, I'll expl- I just yeah. want to sort of fill you guys in on it, Brown and Jeff. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, with the Hollywood Vampires set up live, we're talking Joe Perry, Johnny Depp, Alice Cooper. The way it works is Johnny Depp... I don't know if you know this, but like he's at this point got better chops than Perry. And this is like Perry. For real? Yeah. Perry says it like on the record. He's like, you know, we used to think of Johnny Depp as an actor, but actually like I take like, like take lessons from him. This is on the record. This is like, I like, you know, put a guitar in that guy's hand and I can learn stuff. Perry got arthritis or something going on here? No, I don't think it's anything to do with that. I think it's just the truth, well, you know. Well, I um, I was once watching, and I think it was Conan O'Brien or something like that. Johnny Depp was on there, yeah, and uh, he was talking about Conan was talking about his kids watching the new Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, and he 
And he was like, well, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't seen it. And yeah. he was like, what do you mean? Like, also, I didn't act in it. Like that was a method version of me. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't me. Well, but apparently Johnny Depp has, other than his like few early films, he's like never seen anything he's acted in. Yeah. And there's, um, I mean, he he sort of says in almost every one of these interviews, it's not. It's just sort of my job. Yeah. The my thing that I'm more the, my passion is music is blues is yeah blues. but but I mean like he got discovered from his band and I and I yeah. feel like he has kind of been uh, I don't I don't know like he he's he's been up what's the word I'm looking for he's been upset he's been he kind of has that uh, well he didn't mean to be so good at acting yeah he's kind of like I actually like my true right the true me is a bluesman. A bluesman. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so anyway, and the, and the audience knows this because they've already t- heard me talk about it. But Johnny went down to L.A. under the cover. I can now say Johnny to Johnny, John Depp, because yeah. he's tr- he's going to be John Lennon at some point. So yeah, he's starting to show John his name. Depp, right? Johnny, I can you know can reveal it here. Went down under the pretense of rehearsing and auditioning to play. So when Johnny Depp or John Depp is like playing in the vampires, he'll take these solos. But I don't know if you've seen his like stance is quite unconventional. His guitar is like below, almost kind of below his knees. Like it's kind of, it's pretty low. Yeah, kind of a Chris Novoselic vibe. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's Real a, it's really low. I was gonna go with Fieldy from Corn. Sure, that's yeah, fair. that's true. That's that fair. too. Shin level. Shin level. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Almost a crab call yeah. kind of yeah, level. A bit of long arm. Syndrome. Yeah. So yeah. that's where Johnny Depp's stance mm-hmm. kind of naturally goes, and sometimes because of that, it's hard for him to take the solos that we all know he can play. So he has a guy who stands behind his amp playing the solos, doubling them in case he feels it's required in that moment just to stay in that power stance. I see. So Johnny went down to L.A. to audition to be the guy in the kind of grassy knoll part of the stage (laughs) where the other guitarist who's playing Johnny Depp's parts the sec- the second shooter, basically. Yeah, he fully <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. Although I can now reveal because he's nearly home and I know he's safe and he's in his kind of uh, he's in a safe house now, mm. a kind of midway point that he actually went down to, and I can't wait for him to get back. Just learn truly get inside the vampire's lair, and he's going to come back with all sorts. Oswald Center. Yeah, it's that kind it's of vibe. Oswald Center. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's basically been on the third floor of that tire refinery or whatever it was where like harvey lee shot from i don't you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. to the back and left to the back and left (laughs) and he's been there but it's just the rainbow it's kind of like when we hung out with Grohl. sure except that was at the troubadour yeah you know yeah um although uh for some of us it was a good time uh you know Okay, so I was uh, j- just a quick diversion here. I know, I know, I know. We're talking about our man Johnny. Yeah, I, and I can't wait to hear his who released a voice great again. song great called song. "Someday" that came out today. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it wherever you find your Apple Music. music. Apple Let's listen Music. Them up. Okay, Amazon. We got, okay, let, hang on. One Deezer. Second. We, we go a bit slower because we need to remember who's. This is an important part of this. Okay, you need to remember who's tied to each one. Oh. So, like for example, Amazon Neil Young. Right, he's best big, audio. He has the best quality audio. He right. switched. It was what was it originally? It's not Zune. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, what was his thing? Pomo. 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 Pono. So now yes. he's kind of on ba- Team Bezos. Okay. So that's the highest quality audio. We Apple have. Music is Mayer because he's a garage. He was like the Garage Band guy. A lot of his tones come from Garage Band. Right. Yeah. So like you know you. Yeah. That's the thing a lot of people don't understand about the blues these days is there's modern blues, hard blues. Mm-hmm. You can kind of, you don't need amps anymore. Like you can just, so here's how it works. You can plug in straight into your M audio box or whatever, and you can choose. There's lots of amps up there. So, you know, you can pull it up in Logic, you know, oh, well, we're playing um, 
we're, we're just going to run some stuff off Hard Day's Night. I'm going to choose my Liverpool Crunch mm. preset. Hey, but I got a, I got a question for you, Mr. Slideman, Brandon Scott. Oh, here. sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so when I'm working with the Logic Amp Simulator, which which I personally find yeah. all the amp simulators, and I'm talking UAD, I'm talking Waves. Brainworks. I'm talking Brainworks. I'm talking them all. Yeah. Logic. Mm-hmm. has the best amp simulator yeah. I've found. But how do you get feedback? You do slide. We're kind of jumping ahead here a little bit because I do want to talk about yeah, yeah, Brandon's just, but we, we're, But we're just since music. we're here, you know, since we're here. Listen. Can an amp simulator really simulate well, feedback? Brown? Feedback Feedback is tough, I would say. But okay. but the gain stage is nice because you can get a pretty nice. Cooking, uh, eh? You can get it pretty cooking. But it's always going to sound kind of de-eyed, right? Like does kind of, yeah, always. Okay. I, yeah, I I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you that for some clarification okay. for sure. Okay. So you got Mayer, and he's on the Apple Music side. He's not a feedback guy, though. No, no. he's not a feedback guy. We got kind of, he's de-eyed for sure, kind of oh, a de-eyed yeah. energy, yeah, yeah. for sure. You know, and then we've got Clapton. He's blues tooth. Like he plugs into his car stereo right. and plays. Blues he's kind tooth. of more Musk. <laughs> yeah. That's where he is. Flex into his Tesla. Yeah, yeah, and he's also Paul Allen is Windows. Paul Allen. <laughs> oh, wow. Because Paul Allen is Quincy Jones' favorite guitarist. Windows XP. Yeah, I mean, you know, when Quincy Jones was asked on record who his favorite musician of all time is, just in front, like, he pipped Miles Davis and Prince to the post was Paul Allen, the CEO <laughs> of, of really? Microsoft. Yeah, Quincy said, listen, I was on his on his yacht one time and he was just playing and and there was a lot of beautiful women around i think that was the best guitarist i'd ever seen play <laughs> he's like so i actually didn't even see him play guitar he was just banging on the rails of the yacht and i i knew this guy had talent exactly yeah, yeah. he was in a band uh paul allen rest in peace with uh, joe walsh no fucking way well you got that much money you can do whatever you want mm. so anyway johnny's down there and he's coming back with a whole lot of stories presumably that he's going to share on the pod once he's back quaid brothers style in a safe port like vancouver yeah so so let me let me get this so he's he leaves he's going to leave the oswald center right and then he go he gets to the epcot center he gets to the epcot center yeah uh, then he goes to bimini by black limousine by he goes black limo no what he's gonna do is do you remember a few years ago there was a bed pardon a bed in the limo no it's gonna be more of a kind of do you remember a few years ago there was that nasa woman who was in california and wanted to get to florida so she had all those like space style drugs and she took them all wore a diaper, just drove overnight to try and stab her astronaut husband yes, who was fucking another this. astronaut woman. <laughs> right. So that's kind of more Johnny's move. It's actually the only other person who's made that journey in such a drastic kind of way was David Crosby when he was fleeing from the law. He commandeered his own... Uh, well, you don't commandeer a, pl- a plane, but he flew with like an unlicensed six-shooter, bunch of crack in a backpack to Florida and was caught by the FBI that turned himself in actually went to jail for like nine months he was on the run you ever seen the photos of him when he got out of jail no in the like this is like in the 90s it's so bleak he looks like who on the American office who's the bald older guy who's fat Kevin he looks like Kevin yeah yeah he literally comes out dressed like that like I'm normal guys don't worry it's brutal. Man, oh. you know, I feel for him almost. I, I don't remember where I heard it exactly, but there's a, there was, I, I mean, it was a podcast and maybe a radio program I was yeah. listening to. And like, did you ever hear that dude? Like there was a dude, He, I think he was in, he was like one of the children of one of the Crosby, Stills, Nash dudes, like maybe St- Stephen Stills. Like or or like so, but anyways, you don't he really was just hear like, that much about Stephen Stills. Like he's kind of honestly, like I think probably autistic. Like I don't think he has like I think he's like really focused. I don't mean that probably was, has a dog and it's a German Shepherd. Yeah, like, and he like was <laughs> just it. focused on the blues. He yeah. was like into music and kind of until he did, and it's like you don't 
no one should be doing that much cocaine to the point that they think they went to Vietnam, but they didn't, and start telling people that they did, right. and dressing as though they're in Nam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. there but, is, but there is this like I don't think he's ever had sex. No, maybe it's possible. I think I don't think he has. But there is this like kid, and he was like talking about you know no no it must have been like maybe it was Roger McGuinn's kid or something. Oh, I mean, Ro- you can't Roger. But, okay, sorry to say like you. hands off. Roger McGuinn. For, so we've been trying to figure out if there's any musicians from that era who haven't done something really bad. Like every one of them, it's like, oh no, they're great, but like, yeah, I guess they did like rape or something. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. it's hard to find anyone yeah, yeah. that isn't. Roger McGuinn might be the guy. Pretty, he might be the Keanu Reeves clean of the bill. Yeah, he's the Keanu Reeves of the sixties, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Modern Lovers. Jonathan, Jonathan Richmond, Richmond yeah. yeah. He's fine. Childlike innocence. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I could see that. L- almost like Michael Jackson. Like you know, Johnny has it, a... No one has anything bad to say about Michael Jackson. I've never That's actually... True. Who is Michael? Yeah, he did He did some great records in the 80s. One of you them know Johnny them, Payne? Hold on, but I yeah, got to yeah. tell you this Crosby, Crosby thing. Thing, yeah. And I, I'd love to find it for you guys eventually... To, to dissect on the pod because uh, this is something that I think that you guys would dig into. This guy, I think he was Roger McGuinn's kid. Right. He was just like, he was this dude that kept kind of showing up and he had no fucking talent and he thought he was better than everyone there. And they're like, you don't Sounds play like any David instruments. Crosby. Yeah. No, that's what they were talking about Crosby. Yeah. And he was just like, this guy was like, he thought he was fucking amazing. He thought he was great. Yeah. He tried to pr- portray this like, image of cool 60s whatever but he was like the biggest poser i had ever met and i have no idea why my dad let him in that fucking band because he took every ounce of everything from it he robbed that he was talking about the birds and it was so i was like listening to this and this kid was just like you could tell like he he was a grifter and like i have no idea how he ended up in Crosby Stills and nash like why they wanted him of yeah. all people because this guy was a straight piece it's of shit. And I was like, opportunist and probably a good that's, p- party too. That's kind of what they were saying. And I was angle. like, and I was like, man, like we follow David Crosby on Twitter. And I was like, listen to this guy talk. And I was like, I kind of can't believe it, but it, I guess in a way I sort of can. Like yeah. you look at Tambourine Man or whatever, and he's just like, yeah, he's just like a guy chilling. He certainly guys. didn't like, write Tambourine Man. Nah, he didn't really do anything. He's he got that great play. middle harmony though. He's got that great middle harmony, and he's got that great stance. He's got a Pavarotti stance, sort of like he's. What you mean? He's just bloated. Yeah, <laughs> and like, bald. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, but no. You ever seen those photos of Pavarotti on a bicycle? No. Amazing, like amazing series of photos, like real Playboy energy. He's just like hanging out, like riding around, like going, I don't know, to get an espresso. Self, red cell phone, red bike, red suit. You know, that's cool. Kind of looks like he's just strolled out the Pompidou Center or something. It's a that's good nice. look. That's yeah. nice. I got to check those you out. You should. You should. Everyone go and check out photos. There's a photo series of Pavarotti just being tapped <laughs> on a bike. It's really good. There's lo- and he does it. It's like different. This guy's a pimp. He's literally a pimp. He's just having a great time. Big it's big hard big. not to get fat eating that food every day. Yeah, like, I hear you. You know, so but also like Tiramisu. you know, ma- male opera singers—they seem to benefit from a little, a little bit of weight around the diaphragm. Maybe know? that's why Crosby could get that middle harmony. He yeah. always finds that note, though, doesn't he? Mm. Well, it's the same note every time, yeah. and he can. He just it. He, he he can once fit, you can, find it, you yeah, just sit in there. You only sing that note. <laughs> that's yeah, the genius yeah, yeah. of yeah. it. How are? How do we feel about Graham Graham Nash on your pod? He's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Graham Nash is well respected. Okay, we're in this. We're in this. Well, Graham story. Nash is kind of like on this podcast is like, is he? But is he? Is he with Jonathan Richmond and? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because no, but you know what he is. He kind of in terms of the Iwall universe, he's kind of like he had the Johnny, my kind of cokehead. Like he's the kind of guy yeah, who's like he's like, you know, at first when I met David and Stephen, we started singing together. It was fun, and then at, once we got to the second verse it started getting a little bit scary. And by the end of the song, it was insane. You know, and he's kind of like, <laughs> he kind of knows that it's insane what they're doing. You know, in the mid 70s, when they were on the Doom tour, which is kind of like, you know, playing like in Normo domes all across Western, the Western world. 
you know, he his room at this point in in the hotels, multiple screens of the Watergate scandal, watching it just live. Uh. And he's just kind of doing coke, hanging out. Maybe there's a couple of groupies around. He knows this is demented. Like, what am I doing? But it's okay because soon I'll just won't do it anymore. Take the money and run. You know? See, you know, see, that, that's, that's a... That, Whereas like, Crosby started, like, becoming Dennis Hopper in Blue Velvet. You know, yeah, like, it never yeah. ended for him. He was like, okay, I've played Wembley. I, like, have... I, like, don't get any enjoyment from Coke anymore. Next step gas mask so 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 crosby's sort of like so graham nash is kind of like uh i i mean like like graham nash is sort of my space like i can go hang out and check this out but but crosby's full on facebook like he's proto facebook sure he's like you want to do it that way you know he he goes in hard and he's just like this isn't enough and he goes and then suddenly he's like on a hoverboard thinking that everyone understands this is normal and he looks like an alien and yeah. the earth is fucking flat. But, well, no, maybe. He's not, he's not you know, there, it's metaverse. But, well, now but that's B2. Now. Yeah, B2. We're but not like, there. We're not no, there. No, we're not doing that today. But, no. like, no. Yeah, I understand what you mean. But I don't think Graham Nash is MySpace, though. I think Graham Nash is, like, you know, in an... GeoCities? Like, Yahoo GeoCities? I think he's just top eight. Oh, friends, okay. But, like, and then he's, like, he's not concerned about dipping out. He's, like, I'm in for a little bit. Yeah, comfortably top sixteen, but I'm just like I'm just like I'm just like on the Marrakesh Express. Okay, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. think that like Stephen Stills believed his own myth, started to think, you know, that like somehow it was possible he'd been to Vietnam because he'd done so much coke. I think that like <laughs> David Crosby was like sort of edging towards being like a true life blue velvet. Like, how the shit are you? Kind of character. And Graham Nash was like, I'm going to just chill out and just like get into like taking photos. Yeah. Because like, because it's in, because I've already been in the Hollies. Like, it's fine. Like, I, uh, like, I don't need to do it. You know, and he's kind of like hanging out in, also, he's from England. Like, it's bleak. He moved to LA and was like, this is amazing. Like, what, what's, why these people fucking tripping out? It's nice (laughs) here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to, it's like sunny every day. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's like, yeah, it's the same thing with like the whole Bee Gees vibe. Yeah. They were just like, yeah, let's go make some discount. Why are people angry over here? Let's just yeah, let's call. They've clearly never been to Stockport. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's funny to me to think of that. So anyway, Johnny Payne's song "Someday" certainly, you know, coming in late in the year, coming in hot for, you know, song trad song of the year. I'd say. Dopey. Followed up closely by your own recent single, Brandon Wolf Scott. fade out yes yeah yeah that's right so you know we we kind of touched on it on a patreon episode about a week and a half ago but you know here we are and you know like i think that you and johnny actually have kind of like a lot in common in terms of your solo endeavors bit of lineage there maybe yeah in terms of the fact that you have a a real a genuine sort of earnest belief in the power of a song in the sort of traditional form, a kind of confessional three minute long, kind of a Laurel Canyon energy, really. I think of it like as being like that or like Beatles adjacent. I think that like if you were to place you two, like who's he and who are you? If you like Jeff, you can answer this. If you like kind of, if they're if they had to choose avatars in like you know on youtube you know you're like whatever comment like if they so like you know johnny might be nielsen yeah he's a nielsen kind of vibe for sure yeah this i mean you yeah this is it johnny is nielsen yeah who's brown george harrison well it's tough though right i don't know it's it's not he's either george harrison or he's like Alvin, Alvin uh, Lee, Alvin, Alvin the Chipmunk, Alvin the Chipmunk, Alvin the Chipmunk. More my style. Was it Alvin and the? Uh, it was Alvin and the Chipmunk. He was the main protagonist. He was like he the was McCarney. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, Johnny's kind of Nielsen, but you at some point here's the thing. You know what, Brandon? You might have that. You, we were talking on the last time we were together here. 
You might have that Emmett Rhodes energy. You might be like okay. sure, you might be like alien, maybe. Yeah, it's sort of. or kind of like a sort of a bad finger vibe. Like you're 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 like you're good. The songs that you write are amazing. Yeah, but you didn't invent the form like the Beatles right. did. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. didn't create it. No, for so sure. you, so you're like you're just making Homage. great forms within it or yeah. great songs within that form within the canon. Yeah, you respect yeah. the canon. You I respect, respect the canon, canon, and I want to contribute to the canon. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, 100%. Yeah. but I, but you know, but but the problem is, is that Emmett Rhodes or Badfinger, those guys are they kind of lean more in in the George or sorry, in the Paul territory. I don't really Clown. know anybody who leans in the George. So you might be forming new ground. Michael just Rolt. in your Michael Rolt. Michael sure. Rolt. Leans Michael Rolt. George. Anyone check he, he, out Michael Rolt's yeah. record that came out like a couple of years ago? Hundred percent George. He, it's half good. It's certainly like there's a lot on it that's good, and he's yeah. kind of leaning George. Yeah, but I can't think of that many people who lean George. He he leans George for sure. But it's interesting though talking about it like this because I sort of think also. Um, when we're talking about these bands, you know, Nielsen, Big Star's the same. And I talk to Johnny about this a lot on the podcast that comes up, but this is a more kind of earnest version of the pod today just because of the kind of mood that we're all in. But it's it's kind of dangerous to mythologize the nearly men of, of, of classic rock because you're almost in a micro sense setting yourself up to like be okay with not being famous. And you think about people like Tobias Gesso Jr., who are like are like extremely successful, mm-hmm. and have been you know their avatar too would be Nielsen or something. Sure. But they kind of transcended it and are now recording songs with Adele, you know, writing some of the biggest ballads. And Nielsen, you know, and well, Badfinger wrote one of the biggest ballads of all time that was then covered by Nielsen, and. For God's sake, man, like those guys hang themselves in the goddamn closet because they wanted to be famous so badly. Mm -hmm. So we kind of like mythologize that kind of nearly man stuff a little bit because it's safer. You know, I wonder like if people, I don't know who modern day equivalents would be like, you know, you're kind of a bit more up on the kind of the, the like American folk revival i'm thinking like morby and people like that sure you know like i wonder if they kind of are just like you know wearing the right hats and kind of boots and kind of just like listen i'm just like getting these songs out there or whether they're kind of like i want to be fucking massive you know i know with morby for sure i don't know he's kind of always taking that dylan approach or well he's doing dylan a bit he's for doing sure dylan Hondo and he's got like drugs but he also like pays homage to dylan and uh, you know owns that that he's who's that uh war, war on drugs, drugs. Yeah. yeah he's he's very aware of that have you yeah. listened to the new record yeah I is like, it good i like I, it it's yeah. kind of his like i feel like it's his cokiest record it gets very really? it's a bit more 80s with the synth things dylan yeah 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 i would say it is it's interesting. I thought of another. Yeah, I thought of another uh, George adjacent band. Okay. By the way, I actually thought of a few things. Subjects on this sort of like just slide. The, the sort of echoes of the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of vibe. for sure. And um and and uh, like okay, so so the John ones are really funny. This is what I was kind of thinking. I, I feel like bands like Oasis are j- like bigger yeah. bands or like yeah. Blur. Like there was a whole vein of John. Well, uh, also echoes. Johnny Payne is. Interesting, because Johnny Payne, and, and and I think that, to me, he is McCartney doing Lennon on this song. Like, let me roll it style era. Yeah, let cool, me roll yeah, it yeah. era McCartney doing Lennon, which is like this beautiful kind of echo. And so like, he's like, Johnny, Johnny is like so immensely talented and so self-aware and aware of the canon. And I think that this is like ultimately and, and truly this is a, co- a compliment I, I mean it like that and this is kind of often this podcast kind of you know gets base and comedic but like i truly think that like in terms of respecting a canon like that extra ripple effect of like okay so like you've got mccartney doing lennon on let me roll it but now you've got johnny doing mccartney doing lennon on someday and I think that cool. that's really fucking cool. Yeah. And I think that with your song with with Fade Out, mm-hmm. you know, you've got you've got this kind of place of privilege and luxury because you get to do Harrison slide, mm-hmm. but you can also hit up 
the war on drugs doing Dylan in the verse if you need to. You're not even doing this deliberately. It's not calculated, but it's we have this extra kind of, you know, generation of... Yeah you know, uh, of things that, so we're kind of rebounding and unfold. It keeps folding and folding. One example that I thought of this sort of thing is that I, I like uh, Tame Impala, a band that we love. Yeah, of course. It's definitely, they started sort of George echoing. Very George. Very George. 100%. Because yeah. of the Indians kind of weird melodies? No, I, I think, think his, no, voice. his voice. His voice I think and his voice the melodies. Kind of that that timbre that just yeah. like But his melodies, he, got, he has those like, George always picks those major six or minor six mm-hmm. mel- or minor seven melodies. Welcome to, and guys, like, welcome to Let's Talk Blues. I love it. Yeah, let's talk. But, yeah. but he does the same like, like Kevin Parker's melodies always get that that minor minor seventh like they like almost okay almost all of they're they kind of droney and, too yeah yeah, and droney, they, yeah but but george does that too and like in in those early records like inner speaker or the the ep that preceded it sure um i mean it it, it does that the ep kind of sounds like cream but his his voice He's doing, his it was melodies, creamy stuff creamy yeah creamy <laughs> But his but his Creamy. voice is really George. He's really into Very the George, George vibe. Yeah. yeah, and the coolest Beatle, I guess, but, but for, the, as a young man. But the thing is, cool is that with that, even within these kind of like echoes, uh, Tame Impala has kind of forged this the new sound. It's obviously like you know reminiscent of you know like 60s and 70s well you know here's the thing here's how you explain it within the the sort of time wave zero terence mckenna ripple scenario that i'm talking about all right because they're a band who are listening to the beatles through the through the filter of the chemical brothers yeah for sure right so you get this kind of like they're listening to cream early on but they or Todd Rundgren even because a lot of Magic Chord stuff. Yeah. But they've also listened probably prior to the Prodigy and the Chemical Brothers and dance music For and sure. house music. Let's talk Todd Rundgren. That is that Todd is Rundgren, Todd Rundgren. Todd Rundgren. Yeah. That is McCartney doing George. Like interesting. Mm, like, good approach. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, it's it's very sophisticated, but it has those like. Uh, sort of ethereal kind of like melodies that that it's space Harrison does in the sense that it's like that might just be McCartney on speed honestly mm. and like in ELO kind of same vibe well they're like, just the Beatles they're just yeah he's he Beatles, was, yeah, Beatles too yeah he, he was is. yeah like he was just doing he was like kind of just taking that on yeah we don't need to talk too much about the Beatles because the new Peter Jackson movie comes out in like about three days. Yeah, we're so. gonna have a pizza I know, party. but there is fucking hype, man. Oh, Dude, man, excited I, about it. I mean, this is a Beatles podcast. I mean, all we're gonna be talking about for the next <laughs> yeah. three True. months is yeah, the breakdown. Did you see the newest footage that came out? I did. I tried not to watch it just because I want I don't. I don't want like I don't like previews. You like, you're kind of more into edging. He's, yeah, I, I am into edging. edging vibe. You just you explode yeah. soon. Yeah, you want to kind of just. You want it. To kind of you don't want it you want to keep keep it like on yeah. a level yeah, until yeah. the whole thing comes out. Keep it. Keep I it I don't think that's yeah. edgy. I think that's abstinence. I think what you and I are doing is edgy. edgy. We're watching uh, the fucking. Yeah, yeah you are. Yeah, exactly. We're on the message boards. Yeah, we're talking about it. Yeah, we're edging. Brandon yeah. is. I'm he's highly taking, religious. He's here, taking just the like, abstinence. You know, I'm out. Yeah. Until yeah. Until, <laughs> until I need to get dark. Yeah, until you get yeah. married and get yeah. dark. Yeah. You have we're having a party. Is that what you said? I want to have a party. Yeah, I told Graham. I was like, let's get the TV. He's got the huge TV in, he the, has in our crew here. Yeah, you know, get get a couple. Of, I mean, well, if Graham's place is off the menu, my place is good. Sure. Yeah, yeah. we'll get a couple pints and uh, get that video Graham's synthesizer. A, very good. Uh, Graham's a uh, we bought. Yeah, DD get it right out. Now. We could do some. <laughs> we could do some like pa- like oil oil kind of sure. you know projection. Watching a documentary doing, doing oil, oil production. production. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> I, I like, want. I'm gonna try so and recreate you, the experience of a love. What I'm fucking doing over here? I'm doing cool yeah, oil projections. We could have a love in. I'm trying to have a be in kind of loving yeah, scenario sure. yeah i'm down i think it's got to be ceremonious i think we got to make beatles style snacks <laughs> tell me the top beatles go, snack well, i want to know listen you there's a beans on toast or something no i mean you go here's how you do it you know you go through all the beatles songs mm. and you just come up with food based oh, names of course you guys did this yeah that's amazing right. all right sued right. rare and for every chair yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't sear me. 
Okay, so that that's like we got to get Flax some raw man. tuna, like tuna yeah, sashimi yeah. for you don't sear me. Yeah, exactly. Flaxman. And Flaxman. <laughs> right, I like that. Yeah, so we can do stuff okay, like that. Okay, well, but, we can have some Do uh, you think they're going to release all three? It's a three-part. It's a trilogy because Peter Jackson only knows how to make trilogies. Yeah. Two yeah, hours ha- each. So is he going to release them all at once? No. Oh, they aren't. Eh? I actually just looked this up. Okay. They come out on the 25th. 26th and 27th. So, by the way, I. I so, it's a three day so party. I feel obligated Fuck those to. those shows that were playing then. No, I but didn't I realize also. That was happening. I feel obligated to let the listeners know that everything that you guys have ever done has been building up to this advertisement for this show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which is. It's coming out the 25th, 26th, and 27th. Yeah. Okay. Two hours. It's probably each not day. coming out on those on days. On Disney in England, Plus. I just realized they probably get, like, still get dicked around. Hmm. If someone could confirm or deny that, that would be great. Send me a message. You should have put it on Christmas. Just yeah, 25, I just want to know. I'm watching Mary they, Poppins on it's Christmas. It's true. And the greatest that they can like and the, and the snow. Yeah, they're man. always like war films on Christmas. <laughs> but how is it that they can release? I'm English. We win. I like, we no, it's true. We won. It's a big celebration. They can, they can go through 50 hours of Beatles footage and still not fucking re-release like the village green on vinyl like honestly mm. like i don't know how this 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 happens like the village green is still like it it's it's even difficult to listen to on on the internet it's on spotify and then it's gone it's gotta like, be a ray thing that it I don't it's know. gotta be a ray thing i feel like i read an interview with dave davies recently that was because he's kind of on dave's kind of extremely online and okay i feel like he was saying he's an anti-vaxxer dave no fuck no ray no, he's evangelical, which is a bit weird. That is weird. weird. Yeah, he's cri- he's huh. like pretty Christian. You'd see, you know, you go to like, but he's at the uh, bar every Hornsey. Day. Like Sam's the guy I talked to about this because we've seen him loads there, and like, but no, Dave's Dave's uh, he's a bit of a man about town. He's a no- he's pretty normal. Sam saw him quite recently on Hampstead Heath. And Dave or like, Ray? Dave. You see okay. Ray all the time, but Ray's really grumpy, and you don't you can't say anything to him. Yeah. But Dave, you see, like. All right, Dave, but like, all right, son. You know, like he's, <laughs> yeah. he's kind of like he knows he's, he's Dave cool. Davis. Yeah, I mean, and also Dave wrote. I mean, I fucking love Ray Davies. He's like one of, of my my heroes. But I gotta admit, Dave wrote the best song. Which one? Strangers. Really? Is that the best That's, one? Well, I mean, better than Days. Waterloo Sunset. I think that Strangers is better. That's your, mo- that's that your, your boy. Strangers yeah. in that. Oh, man. It's just, it, that song gets me every, every time. I, but that might also just be in the context of Lola versus the Power Man. Like, you listen to that record. I think we're going to get tons of messages about that's a controversial take. It is, it is controversial. It's kind of one of those takes that, like, you know, you say, like, hey, you know, uh, yeah, oh, you like the Kinks? Yeah, yeah, no, my, oh, no, for me. Strangers is the best. No, but I mean, like, it's Dave's, it's Dave's, like, Here Comes the Sun. It's like such an incredible song, especially within the context. Like, Lennon and McCartney are just throwing out songs by that point. Right. And they're so good, just by, they're almost by happenstance. They're just so cool. Like, come together. It's like not the greatest song in the world, but it's just, it's amazing. You know, they did come together, right? I, yeah, I do. I sure hope so. I, Soggy biscuit. We touched. Yeah, we definitely. Oh, right. We touched on that last yes. one. Yeah. We talked about the limp biscuit. Thing. Exactly. Right. I didn't know that that was a reference to that's to but, the Beatles. Wow. But strangers, I mean, like where that comes in 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 C-U-M. like the context of yeah, CUMs yeah. into the in the context of Lola. Yeah, it's just like it's so fucking powerful. Like everything that Ray was doing was really fun and groovy and rocking at that time. Yeah. Records before and after, but that, that one song just hits this. Like, I wouldn't say it's actually the best King song, but I, but it does hit a chord, strike a chord that is, is like, it's just so important for that record. That record would not be nearly as as good as ape man. Uh, yeah, I would say it is. <laughs> I guess that's a weird thing. We talked about that walking to get a coffee the other day. That there's kind of like every British band in like <laughs> 1965 did a version of a did a song with a Jamaican accent, yeah. like Obladi Oblada, Ape Man, and there's like and I guess like Jamaica's a bit like that. But there's there's kind of a a move there. There's a know? move there. It yeah, must be it, to do with Windrush or to do with the the immigration patterns in Britain. It all happened in like. 
68 too. Okay. Like all these songs are like yeah. Oh Bloody Oh Blood Die yeah. and like Ape Man and stuff. They're all they I mean like there's the Stones one I I yeah, well, we couldn't remember it. the Stones one, the could Stones we? One, this was no. kind of what we were talking about. What's the Stones song? Where it's on they her do... Satanic Majesty's request, and I can't. Oh, just, it's not in my mind. Google the right. I have a. As if, wouldn't it be amazing if there was just some kind of handheld device right. I could use right now? To it doesn't exist, man. The future, though. The future's got you covered. Everyone's gonna have tricorders. Is it really lame for me to bring Star Trek shit in here? Yeah. It's well, bad. I mean, it's I don't. Bad. I just don't understand it. Yeah, that's okay. For those of you out there, I just, uh, I think I just fucked up. I mentioned tricorders on this podcast. I, I, I uh -oh. forever changed the trajectory of this podcast. If it was X Files based, it's I'd gonna be. Okay. Yeah. If it's X, I is there a tricorder in X Files? I don't know. I don't think I'm so. looking at it and I don't know what song it is that is the Jamaican one. Yeah, I don't know. I feel, I mean, I feel I, like, I, yeah, I feel like the Stones one was the one that made me like really go like, whoa. Yeah. Everyone was doing a, a <laughs> doing a voice. But also, I mean, I, bet it, I guess it's not limited to the late 60s. Like 10 CC did it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, sure. I don't yeah. know. But, it, but, it, but, you're right like we're talking about it it's it specifically all like nielsen yeah however i'm in a coconut yeah 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 i was thinking it was limited Lime to england but it's not Lime well nielsen's british kind of by negotiation because yes. he was like the fifth beetle right he lived in mayfair and stuff yeah um bran mm -hmm. and everyone should listen to bran and will scott's new single what's it called bran a fade out it's called fade out and um, it's really good. Thank you. But um, I also, you know, it made me think kind of in terms of, because I know Johnny's kind of relationship with the canon. And, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot here yeah, or anything yeah. like that. But What's in my you know, canon? Well, we've been talking about, you know, over the years, like, you know, all these bands, all kinds of bands, and the way in which you find your way through the canon pre-internet, because we all grew up pre-internet. And I was thinking that, like, for example, I'll give you an example. I went into a record store when I was about 16 and got to buy Harvest. Yeah. Because I knew Harvest, I'd heard about it. Yeah. And the guy who worked in the record store gave me, he said, oh, you like that? You'll like this record, Poco, a good feeling to know. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, great. So I kind of just, like, got it. And I got, and he said, also, you should get this. It never comes in. It was if I could only remember my name. So I thought that, like, those records were, like, as successful as Harvest. And they're not, turns out. Right. Or even as good. Sure. But it's funny the way in which we get into this stuff and the order in which it happens. And I always remember you saying that your kind of Harvest Moon was your way in a little bit. <laughs> I know. But I think that's really interesting because it's like a really good record. Yeah. Yeah, it is a good record. <laughs> but like, is it your, still your favorite Neil record? I think, yeah, we were, we were talking about that because of nostalgia. So yes, I think it is kind of somehow my favorite Neil record. And I know that's probably sacrilegious to but say. But it might not be. Like, that's the thing. Because it's like, I can think of, it's a really cozy record. 100%. Probably yeah. reminds you of your dad. Well, that's all it is. Is it is just my dad and all these and all these things. So he, yeah, everything is referenced to seventy four with my dad. But yeah, seventy four. Yeah, everything. Any anything you talk to him about? Oh, I saw Harrison in seventy four. Oh yeah, I saw. Yeah. But anyway, he was any, no. But, but Harvest Moon. Was Harvest no. 90, Harvest Moon was ninety three or something. Ninety two. So you'd have been like ten. Yeah. Eight. Yeah, nine or ten. Yeah. I guess, and it was a. He got it for Christmas that year, and I still remember him. Getting the compact disc, which yeah. is sweet, because we also got our first CD player. Amazing. And it was like a, one of those weird five-disc changer ones. It was like, yeah. whoa, this is next level. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, but that thing was in rotation for fucking ever. So it's like, yeah, it's like every morning when I'd eat my Cheerios, it was like... On. Yeah. You listen to music yeah. in the house all the time. Every morning. Yeah. That was yeah. like the ritual was like, hang on, we're having our Cheerios. I'm going to put in Neil. Amazing. And, uh, Do you think yeah. that you have a kinship emotionally with 
And Jeff's off mic right now because you, you're more than welcome to chime in. But do you think you have a kinship with Neil as well because you grew up in like northern BC where it kind of has echoes of northern Ontario in terms of the weather and the climate yeah. and stuff? Yeah, for sure. And my also my mom was a big fan because she's from Winnipeg. Yeah, so of she's, course. So she's a big fan Minor well. birds. Yeah, so we've got this kind of like Neil lineage throughout our family. Did he ever, like, because I grew up in Manchester and obviously, like, was around music that had been, you know, there was, like, a, a documented way out, you know, and it wasn't, like, only, it was only, like, 10 years prior to me starting to play music where it was, like, oh, yeah, I'm a natural freak. And then it's, like, well, it turns out that it worked out okay. Like, oh, I was, like, a kid at Oasis are big. And you're, like, okay, like, that's how you do it. That's how you fucking, that's yeah. how you don't go and work in Poundland. You just do this. But over here, like, the landscape's so vast. Like, people like Neil must have been, like... And they were so long ago, but... Because, you know what? Um, our uh, Californian contingent of listeners, you know, they sort of think of Neil as their own, right? Like, did you sure, think of, of him as being Canadian? Did you think of him as being kind of one of your own? And that it was kind of like, this is something that's achievable. I, I mean, like, uh, I'm going to chime in here. I, I actually... I think he... I think so... Um, I, I, Neil Young is, is, uh, is for Canadians that have to kind of buckle up and brave this fucking long ass landscape when we got to go on tour. Yeah. In a hearse. Yeah. Um, is it, but it, it is kind of like, that's the inspiration, you know, like there's, there's not too many people that actually sort of sing about like kind of being from canada except well him and joni do it yeah but like and yeah, and just sort of two. like get, go, getting through this shit golden Lightfoot. like fucking driving eight hours between shows in the middle of winter kind of stuff yeah. and you and you know you just like even if it's not direct you kind of just like imagine you're just like you know we we're a, we're sort of a part of a uh like a creed that kind of just does this in canada like we can we can deal with it and we can go across this country because that's required of us of, as Canadians. You I know? always liked it that Joni lived on the Sunshine Coast. Mm -hmm. I always thought that was pretty cool. It is cool. The For the Roses cover is like mm -hmm. seashell or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Still remaining there, isn't she? Well, she's like, can't move and lives in LA now, but you know, I think she would be. Otherwise, yeah. I'd be yeah. knocking on her door, it's asking for cool. her secrets. My, my, um, she's a bit like John, Johnny Depp. Because she considers herself an artist and not a musician, right? Uh, yeah. you know? Or Jim Carrey. Yes. Who you still think possibly will play Paul McCartney in the new Beatles B2. I mean, he's an artist. Great yeah. candidate. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, I don't think Jim Carrey wants anything to do with comedy. I don't so think if you had, like, if you had Harvest Moon... <laughs> I think that's a beautiful image. I had, I remember, I had a, my parents had a French friend. I forget his name. He had a really strong French accent, and he Jacques. gave me yeah, sure, Jacques. And he gave me um, like a DVD of all Neil Young's albums. You know, like a burnt DVD. And we had a DVD player. And I used to sit and listen to it, and that's how I know Harvest Moon. Mm -hmm. But it was like it was one of those. You know, it was just a big CD. Really, it had like you know ten albums on it, which made no sense to me. Really, it was unfathomable. But I remember that's how I knew Harvest Moon because we didn't have it in the house. We had Harvest in the house, sure. but it wasn't right. But what about? So I want to know what else was in that five CD thing. Well, I, I'm trying to think of that time period too because I was like just getting into guitar, so I know my dad really wanted to cater to that. Of course, he was like he's like, oh sweet, you're like into this. So he had like all these sweet VHSs of like. Uh, Joe Walsh. What about no. the Eagles? I mean, the Eagles is funny because, like, the Eagles is like one of my early classic rock bands just because they released that greatest hits. Like, yeah. Uh, they, I mean, maybe not the greatest hits, but they released it wasn't the greatest hits. I'm so sorry. It was Hell Freezes Over. Yeah. And the greatest hits got a bump in yeah. sales after that yeah. because I didn't know any classic rock because my mom was born in 67. Sure. And, like, anyways, that was. You can carry. What on else here. is in? I want to know what else is in the CD player. I was just Brown. suggesting the Eagles. Well, it was a, it was the same time period as Mirrorball. Oh, so Pearl more Jam. Neil. Yeah, but it was like his way of being like, you know what, grunge is. It's all Neil, buddy. Yeah, and oh, this was, is your, why. was your dad saying that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cool that your so dad like, had that so awareness. Zuma, bro. Yeah, but he had these Russ like never he had these, yeah, exactly. Kind of like VHS would be like, watch him play these two. Look what he's wearing here. He's got the shredded jeans yeah, and yeah, the plaid. Yeah. 
Cobain's kind of lineage yeah. here. Yeah, you know, and you're totally. like, okay, so this is Lord, That's and yeah. then like and then you can res- for one cent Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny because like you're just like, oh yeah, okay, sweet. So Neil's Lord, and yeah. now Pearl Jam. Oh, they were like hawking. They're the they're the children here. Yeah, and they're learning from the Lord. Yeah. Okay. What else? No, I'm into this. Um, Well, obviously, Petty. I'm trying to think of his um, his album at that time. Full Moon Fever. It wasn't. It's later. Into the Great Wide Open. Yeah. Into the Great Wide Open. That one was on cassette. So we still had the cassette player, but we got that that Christmas. That's the one that really broke Stan Lynch. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it's the one that really kind of finished really Stan Really pushed him out, yeah. Yeah, He's that like, was I it. I quit. He's like, fuck um, this. That's also a partial image because Johnny Depp in the video to Integrate Wide Open. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? right. That's right, yeah. The t- oh, and he takes... He takes credit for that song. I've With read interviews where he's like, too. yeah, I'm yeah. kind of... I was kind of the protagonist in the video and also potentially like wrote the <laughs> wrote song. the lyrics yeah exactly yeah. Do you know what I and jeff lynn's involved wilbury's must have been there uh, yeah it's all in there wilbury's sure. must have been yeah, in wilbury's the CD player hundo p yeah definitely in there it was columbia house era where you could yeah that's you, what i'm saying you buy the cds yeah you, for one cent a bmi columbia house you get the buy yeah. all the cds you yeah get the 10 pack yeah in them yeah hey yeah. we just got hey how you doing Oh, dude, we only need like five minutes here. Oh, no, take your time. Yeah, we're kind of just doing a podcast. We're doing, doing a podcast, a pod. Luke. Yeah. How you doing, Luke? <laughs> you're on, we're yeah, live. It's live. Yeah, you it know you're live, on it yeah. right now. <laughs> Luke's in it's the house. It's not live, but it's it's gonna it's you know it's being recorded and no one edits it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna set a scene for you guys here. I got this guy, Luke. He's coming. This guy, not only has he come in and disturbed the podcast, he's wearing a fucking Liverpool. Sure. Oh, yeah. As well. Oh, it wasn't enough for him to come in. He's a man city. To boy. my city. Se- he knows exactly what he I am. Knows. <laughs> he comes in full on. Luckily, these microphones don't pick up what you said. <laughs> Luckily. But it's possible. It depends if your African players like leave you for six weeks. And well, it is based on who you got. I mean. Some real players there. Hey, listen, half of the people who listen to this podcast are in England. No, the, the other half do, though. Oh, yeah, so the people will know. Heads, well Heads roll. will roll. Yeah. I appreciate that, Luke. Literally five minutes. Yeah. Heads will roll. Heads will roll. So, Wilburys, Petty. Wilburys, Petty. Neil. 90s Neil. Oh, yeah, 90s Neil. Kind of Reagan era Neil. For sure. I'm trying to think of what else. You know what? One of the wonderful things that I love about your dad is, is that I like, I, I've never met anybody in my life that is uh, like Neil Young's biggest fan. I mean, like, your dad, so much so, like, he doesn't even really like anybody other, like, else, like, uh, uh, if they're Neil adjacent, he's cool, but yeah. your dad is like, Neil is it. And, like, everybody's like, yeah, I love the Beatles or Tom Petty or whatever, and I also like Neil Young. Your dad is Neil, like, number one. Yeah, he's a everything else just filters out from So, now. where's your dad on, like, on the beach? Zuma. Oh, yeah. Tonight's are- the night. Big tonight's, That's kind of later. Pete. Big tonight's the night guy though. He is. Oh, that's yeah. huge, man. Oh, yeah. I've had some good discussions. You have had some discussions. Your dad's the I mean, tonight's the night guy. Oh, yeah. My pretty much the entire yeah repertoire. But, but that one is big that's, time. Well, that's that's a hard record oh, to listen yeah. to. I have oh, a good he, story he, with Rand's dad and tonight's yeah. the night. I discovered Neil Young through uh, like just just kind of like I mean kind of your dad almost, but like really really like sort of just crate digging and kind of just like record collecting and stuff and and um my stepdad passed away yeah. and and at the same time my girlfriend of like eight years broke up with me. it was a very yeah it was a rough fucking time and it was an, it's an impossible way of life your dad weirdly was like tonight's the night it was just like oh that is the perfect we, time for that record and Quick, and pick you, me up you can attest yeah. to this i for an entire tour uh, and this tour was like three or four months long. Yeah. It was the only record I listened to. Yeah, you did. And I listened to it obsessively 
because it was the only record and i never really got the record like when your dad suggested it i was like it's so fucking messy yeah and like i it's it's almost inaudible and then all these things happened to me and i i threw that record on at your at your dad's uh you know um request and 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 uh, it was the only thing that really like got what i was going through at the time and it's like it's one of those records there's very few records that exist out there that are are are, are like perfect for a time and a place and if you're going through the worst time of your life tonight's tonight's got you and it might yeah take you over the edge though too yeah it, it's, it's possible pretty, it's <laughs> i think i know another one that's on the in the cd player yeah okay Neil Young unplugged. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 yeah sorry. That was yeah. <laughs> on the tip of my tongue. String. Yeah. Oh. You know. Hundred yeah, percent. Talking tonight, tonight. You know. Oh yeah. He plays some weird stuff on that one. Yeah, Pocahontas. Pocahontas Hurricane. is really good though. No, Hurricane. No, no, that's there. not weird. I'm trying to think of what's weird on uh, it. He opens with Old Laughing Lady. Yes, he does. Which is like early. That's first record. So you're like what about World on, on a tracks? String? What? Oh man, yeah. Blood, on the, on, the, Blood, Blood on, the on the tracks. Yeah, probably would have been a Columbia House buy, yeah. like a late buy. Yeah, what but about it's certainly the Fuji's in there. the score. <laughs> I didn't know That's that. kind of Columbia House for me. It is for sure. Mine was like Soul Asylum. Okay, oh, collect that soul. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It was your mom. Like, it, it, it was the one thing your mom yeah. and your dad could agree the on. The wallflowers. But that was later. That was like '98. What about wildflowers? <laughs> Tom oh, Petty. Tom Petty, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's Ruben. another 94, 93 yeah. record for sure. Yeah. I mean, Do you ever get She's the One, the soundtrack? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Angel Dream number four, whatever it is. Yeah. There you go. Big time. Love yeah, that. Okay, nine, so your kind of vibe is classic rock, oh. but 90s records. <laughs> like the revival. <laughs> yeah. The revival. Yeah. It is. Yeah, She's the One, man. That was a big... Yeah. Big one is that one. So let's get to the point. Let's roll another joint. How does your dad feel about the Eagles? I'm just curious. You don't know how it feels. That's that's off. She's the one, I think. That's wildflowers. Oh, is it? But then the wall. You remember that one? Like, how's that one go? It's got Lindsey Buckingham sings on it. No, I don't know. What about the Mac? Did he have the Mac? Fleetwood Mac? No, it was just it was just for some reason Buckingham. It was on the. Even walls fall down. It's like okay. the first oh, song. Yes, a hundred percent. Huge. And yeah. if you listen to it right, right till the end, there's like major Buckingham moments, and you're like, "Nice, a yeah. sweet, sweet collab here." Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. So man. Here sick. we go, dude. Let's yeah. just fucking. Yeah. Mike Campbell's twelve string. Jeff Lynne, full, full Jeff Lynne sound. sound like yeah, and Lindsey Buckingham. I feel. Is a diamond. Full nine, great too. Oh, we covered this song. It's great. We oh, used to play it. it a lot when I was twelve. <laughs> and sex and candy. J J <laughs> great J. Well, we got to wait. Let it play to the chorus. Sure, because you got. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a he almost has a country. You got. He does a. He almost does almost a low. Oh, turn this shit up. Cause you got a heart. There's there's Buckingham. Yeah. Got those high harms. Yeah. Oh, is, oh, I'm getting nostalgic already. Oh, what? you were, you said this song. Oh, this is my fucking jam. This is your jam. This used to, this used to kill me. This. Do you song. think this is Logic Drummer? <laughs> it probably is. Yeah, an early version. Oh. This is you, hey. <laughs> you know, this guy took all the rest of the melodies, Tom Petty. He, he took the rest of them. He's Dylan adjacent, though, He's isn't he? Mopping oh, up yeah, the rest big of the Bill, big Dylan. Big Billin. Big Billin. Yeah, the Beatles yeah, got, yeah, Beatles got most of them. Tom Petty came up and he mopped, mopped up, up the rest. No, he mopped up Dylan's remainders. It's funny because <laughs> also, like, you've got, like, because Dylan famously only, well, Iwall famously only works with people who sound like him. So, like, Knopfler, like, did records with Dylan. And uh, um, same with uh, Petty. Like, doing Dylan, you know, and then Dylan's, like, tour with me. Yeah, he sticks with his own. You that's, know what I'm that's cool. That's incestuous. Really cool. I mean, I'd kind of feel the same about like maybe the Beatles. Like everything that was on Apple Records just sounded like the fucking Beatles. Well, Harrison for sure. Yeah, yeah. just be like, let's write some songs. But no yeah. one sounds like Harrison. No, 
We've no. discussed this, yeah. okay. except for Michael Rolt. Not blow your mind that that guy did like I got my mind set on you. Like to- it's totally a cover. It's totally like a cover. Yeah, yeah. and he never told anyone. Yeah. yeah, when people do covers and don't tell people, it's bad. Yeah, it's rough. It is. <laughs> It's a goddamn impossible way of life. We should let Luke <laughs> okay. do his synth jamming. Thanks very much for Good coming. Pod. I'd kind of like to talk to you more about, you know, your song. And um, sorry, it's but a, everyone it's should there. Everyone should listen to it. Can you can you just like quickly um, leave the pod? telling us about like some of your experiences doing the guitar on on and and it could just if i if i might uh interject a, a, an editing note this, brandon will just tell, talk about his no tone and just fade him out ah uh, yes this is an acoustic on hard panned and uh yeah you did do that i did hard pan it and i Who's playing drums on this? Put a bit. This Aiden, my friend, Aiden. Aiden. Yeah, he's a digital friend, and he's (laughs) hanging out back there, just hitting the hitting the rim, just keeping time. Let's get let's get into this first line. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, come on, leave him alone. That's me. If I could just stay here, but I can't. (laughs) 